Hey, Dad. Hey, how you doing? Good. I was thinking about something today. I do a lot of coaching and counseling with people who are kind of stepping in. They're like in a transition. They're stepping from one career to another, or maybe stepping out of a secure job, stepping into something uh, a little more entrepreneurial, a little more risky. And one of the things I've, I've seen over and over again is after they make the decision to do the risky thing, the kind of take the scary path, step out in faith, there's always a safer or more secure option that appears. I was thinking about one girl that I was coaching and she was stepping out of her really secure job um, at a, I don't think, I don't remember, it's like a, some, you know, Fortune 500 company. And I said, hey, let me just warn you. There's a very good chance that after you do this, like some opportunity is going to come up. She was going to have to raise support to go on the mission field. That's what it was. Oh, she was going to yeah. have to raise support to go on the mission field. Stepping out of this, I said, when you do this, quit your job, your secure job, there's going to be a very good chance that something really secure, really like better, sweet, deal. safer comes along and you're going to have to decide whether to take it. I told her, I don't think the Lord judges you for not, uh, for, for taking the safer path. But I do kind of think that we end up judging ourselves later going, ah, what could have been yeah. like, what could have been if I would have just taken the risk? Sure enough, she called me three days later and she's like, you're never going to believe this. There's this company that I've been wanting to work for my entire career. They just called and offered me like almost a double what I'm making in a pay raise and they want me to start next week. And I was like, so you're going to do it? She's like, no way. I'm going down this path. And she took the path and I don't know how it worked out for her. I lost touch with her. But I've just seen that pattern over and over in my life that when God asks you to do something, when a risk comes up, a step really to the next level, there's a chance to take a... Not even a detour, but it's just a different path that maybe is a little bit safer. And a lot of times, though, I think it can lead to a lot of regret if you don't take the bigger risk. And and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe God is disappointed with us. Uh, Yeah, I I, I think it would depend. Because I I just, when you mentioned that, the first story that came to my mind was Ishmael and Isaac. You know, And the Lord comes to Abraham and he says, hey, Abraham, I'm going to make you the father of nations and... And he's getting older and he's getting older and nothing's happening and nothing's happening. And so then all of a sudden Sarah comes and says, hey, why don't you go and uh, uh, lay down there with my uh, handmaiden and we'll have, if, if she's, she's my servant. And so if she has a child, then I, technically the child is mine. And most people are familiar with that story. And sure enough, Ishmael is born out of that. And uh, we still have we still have conflict in the Middle East because of that decision, taking the easier way to go. Right, General. It's concluded the Arabs came from Ishmael and the Jews came from um, Isaac. Isaac, yeah. yeah. And so, consequently, um, there was a lot of conflict, a lot of strife, and a lot of because he chose an easier way. There was a, and I've seen that too. Oftentimes, just before God tends to fulfill the dream, there will come an opportunity to um, to do something different as you said there with hers just before he fulfilled that dream, obviously a dream of hers to be a missionary. Um, it ten, and tends to be, came. yeah, it tends to be super, something uh, safer, yeah. maybe more immediate gratification. Possibly. Yeah. Well, uh, the way I've found that you can tell the difference between the two is one will always involve just a tent of compromise. There's your keyword mm. compromise. And so, you know, I don't know in that situation with her just what was involved so much, other than the fact that if she sincerely felt God calling her to the mission field, it would have been a compromise to do anything else. And so, but 
I don't, I don't know. I think sometimes maybe the enemy sends us that opportunity. And I think sometimes it's God sending us that opportunity just to say, are you going to, are you going to really obey me? Are you really going to follow me and do what I've asked you to do? All right. I'm going I'm to question that because let no man say when he is tempted, I am tempted by God. It's not or tempted. God tempts no one. It's a verse. Right. But there's tempted and there's being tested. Ah, okay. And, Let's and make the one that is distinction. Being, the yeah. one is being tested to see. Uh, and that's what, you know, fire comes to test metal. And, and the Lord does indeed put us through tests. Um, you know, the te- it says for the testing of your faith is more precious. You know, your faith is precious and, and our faith is tested. And that's why he's testing. Are you going to really trust me? It's not like he's tempting us to do something evil. Right. But uh, and- Which it, that's what it says. It says, let no one say when he is tempted, I am being tempted by God for God cannot be tempted with evil. And he himself tempts no one so there's yeah. a specific reference to evil it's so evil. it's not an evil it's just an alternate choice yeah and that's what actually with abraham that wasn't evil in their culture it was legit in the culture it was acceptable right you know and um but it wasn't what god had said even though it was a lack of a seemed lack of trust in god's promise right yeah and we don't know what was going on in his heart maybe he was thinking lack of trust in god's promise maybe he was just thinking ah be nice to meet hagar there you know we don't know what was going on in his right, head. Right. But the point is that Well, and I mean the 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 circumstances around it were looking pretty grim. Yeah. She was and, getting older, his wife was getting older, I mean yeah. chances in the in the normal course of things, it wasn't gonna happen. Well, and in, it's interesting because in the New Testament, I think it's in Hebrews, it says Abraham never doubted. <laughs> yeah. uh, so okay, so he wasn't doubting. Oh, uh, what was that Hagar thing? Okay, maybe he wasn't doubting. Maybe he just thought, hmm, Hagar sounds like a good opportunity here. We don't know. We don't know what was going on in Abraham's heart. Not going to judge that by any means, but it does say he never doubted. That one is confusing. It is kind of weird. Yeah. So maybe he was doing it, truly believing that God was still going to bring a child. And maybe that was, okay, because again, this technically would be his child. This technically would be Sarah's child because it was a handmaid. It was all in the law, you know. Right. But it, it is a compromise, compromise. Based, based on the promise he had been given. Cause, yes, because he said through Sarah, through Sarah, yeah. you will have a child. Well, this is kind of through Sarah if you sort of, Wink your eye and squinch it up a little and look a little weird at it. It's kind of through Sarah, you know? And those are the kind of compromises they typically are. They typically aren't, you know, go out and do something terribly evil, you know? Right. It's typically just not quite exactly. And if you, it's one of those things where if you just sort of look at it in a certain way, then it'd be the way to do it. And that's the kind of thing Satan likes to, likes to get us trapped into. And so I don't know. I, you know, Satan is a tool of the Lord. I, that may surprise some people, but, uh, you know, he's... He's used by the Lord to accomplish his purpose here. Else he, and when God's done with him, he'll put him away. So um, compromise is something that we just, compromise usually comes because we lack faith in God and feel like we need to kind of do it on our own. Yeah, so I know for me, whenever that better opportunity, I've had several turning points in my life where a better, you know, quote, better opportunity better, uh-huh. came along. And I guess the thing that I always go back to is, did I really hear that from God? Which, interestingly yeah, enough, the, is the, the very, thing. very thing Satan said to Eve is, did God really say that? Really <laughs> Which, I mean, that's a, I'm very prone to falling for that. Like, did God yeah. really say that? Like, was I just like having a, like an emotional high when I yeah, heard God exactly. say that? Or, and, and a lot of times people, you know, I've heard preachers say that, well, hold on to God's promises. I'm like, well, I don't even know what God's promised me. I mean, there's the stuff in the Bible, yeah. but they're like, you know what he told you? And I'm like, Actually, I don't know what he told me most of the time. And sometimes yeah. I can hear what I want from God. Yeah, So definitely. that's the thing I can go and, and I can question a lot of times is, well, did I really hear that from God? And yeah. then you're like, 
and here's the you know bird in the hand two in the bush uh i got a bird in the hand right here and then there's this two in the bush that i think maybe god promised but i'm not exactly sure yeah so how do you know i mean how do you know how do you know if it really was from how do you know if it really is a compromise from because here's the other thing i've seen a lot of people do is they get so dogged about the way they thought god was going to make it happen I've done that. It like, doesn't happen. No, and um, I've kind of given up now. If, if it looks, <laughs> in fact, when I think it looks like God's lining things up, I'm like, He's not going to use that. It makes too much sense the yeah. way He's lining things up. I'm like, Oh, and that'll that that'll lead to that, and that'll lead to that, yeah. and then it all falls apart. And He comes through in a whole weird way. So I, it's it, I don't know. I just I'm like a little wary now. Well, of, that's the advantage of having a few years under your belt walking with the Lord and starting what, off confusion. Is that the advantage? Yeah, exactly. That's the advantage. <laughs> No, it's it's giving up your own way and realizing his ways are higher than my ways. His thoughts are higher than my thoughts. And um, there's no understanding them. It's not like they're higher than and someday I'll get that way too. In Romans, it talks about this, you know, the, the uh, how unsearchable are his judgments and his ways are past finding out. Which is probably why he always chooses the meth- messy path. He chicks pick some other way. There's like a clean path, which is oftentimes the just compromise. This, 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 and this. This yeah. is the clean path. Oh, I just take this and you'll be set for life. Yeah. And God's like, no, no, I want you to take the really messy, wacky path where you start to doubt that I even said anything to you. Yeah. And and again, that's kind of it's kind of like um, growing up as a child, you know, or, or, or parenting. In a way, you know, you could do everything for your kids, and that'd be the clean way okay, I'm going to take the plate over and put it on the table and I'm going to clean the dish and I'm going to take the plate back. Put the back, fork in your mouth. Yeah, yeah, everything. It'd be nice and clean, no food on the floor, anything like that. But you never, the kid never learns to do it on his own. And I think God does in a sense, this is going to sound a little weird, he wants us to learn to do things on our own. Not independent of him, right? but to where you don't have to, you know, it says in, in, in Isaiah, I believe, this is when you turn to the left, when you turn to the right, yep. you hear a voice say, walk there in. So what he's saying is... That is the most used verse on this podcast, I think. Is that right? Well, it's a good one. (laughs) We need to memorize it. I mean, in all of our episodes, I think we've probably used that verse 30 times. Yeah, yeah. Because it's a good one. Because when what he's saying is when you learn to walk right and stay on the path, you don't have to hear a lot from him. Mm. You know, it's when you start getting off. I'll tell you if you're getting off, just just keep walking. Just keep walking. And it's like, I don't have to tell you everything to do, you know, because you've, you've grown up, you've learned, you, you've got set on the right path. You have, in our situation as Christians, we have that new nature within us. Right. And so that new nature begins to take more and more control of who we are. And I mean, this is the ideal. It begins to take more control. And so the Lord doesn't have to always be, no, 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 don't go playing in the mud. Don't do that. Don't do this. Don't do that. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, I'm getting ready to do a series pretty soon on, do Christians have to keep the law? thinking, what a dumb question. Sorry if you've asked that question. What a dumb question. First of all, it's a moot point. You can't keep the law. Right. Secondly, though, you're playing in a little mud puddle if you're worried about keeping the law. Oh, I got to count out my 10% because I've got a tithe. What? (laughs) He just says, be generous. If someone asks something of you, give it to him. Well, that's got, it's the generous heart has nothing to do with, well, I already paid my tithe, so I'm not going to give to this guy or not going to give over there. Just be generous. Why? Be so caught up in this. Are, are you saying now you want to commit adultery? You want to steal? You want to, what, what kind of stupid question is that? And that's where Paul says, are we to continue in sin that grace may abound? We've been set free from the law. Are we to continue in sin? He says, God forbid. What kind of a question is that even to ask? 
And I'd say the same thing about, are we to keep the law? Or am I doing this? Am I doing that right? He's just saying, I've put you on the right path. You've got a new nature within you. Just keep walking and do what's right. So, okay, we're talking about this, right? There are times in the, in the path diverges. Right. You come to a point where there's a division. And, yeah, it was yeah. a Yogi Bear. When you come to a fork in the road, take it. Take it, right? yeah. Which one? Right? Uh-huh. So, in this thing, we trust in God has been guiding us up to this point. Right. You right? Come we to trust he's cro- been leading you. Mm-hmm. You come to this crossroads, and there's the easier path to the right that shows up, or there's the left path that you're like, that's the messy path, but I think that's the path I'm supposed to take. Yeah. Um, yeah. What happens if you take the easy path or the compromised path? Assuming now, and we're of course assuming this, that both neither paths are sinful. It wouldn't have been sinful for her to well, it would have been if she had if she had felt like God said go on the mission field. If it was just like, well, in my heart, I'd kind of like to do that, but I'd kind of like to work over here. I think many times the Lord says, Which would you like to do? I remember when you said that one time to me, you were like, we were trying to decide where to uh go for our next missions assignment. And you're like, well, where do you want to go? And I'm like, well, it doesn't matter where I want to go. God's got to tell me. And you're like, sometimes, sometimes he just says, what do you want to do? And, and you know, God's will, we did a podcast on this too. God's will is whatever. Uh, St. Saint, Augustine <laughs> yeah. said, love God and do as you please for the heart trained in love to God will do nothing to offend the beloved. Uh, a friend of mine said it this way. If you ain't doing wrong, you're doing right, which makes me f- very uncomfortable because I've been conditioned to believe I'm probably doing wrong most <laughs> of the time. But he's like, you know, when you're doing wrong. Yeah. And, and, and there are times when that path in the road, that's an interesting thing there, when that path in the road, it's not a right or wrong. It's just a, Oh, what could have been, but yeah. then there's other times where it's like, that's clearly a compromise. And when you're doing yeah. it, as you're doing it, you know, in your gut, you have compromised yourself and you are doing the wrong yeah. thing. So what if you find yourself looking back at your life and you're going, man, what could have been? Yeah. What's the answer to that? Is that a whole nother podcast or can we get it nailed down in six, uh, six minutes here? In six minutes, you might be able to. <laughs> well, if you've come to that point, like, oh my goodness, what could have been back For there? For example, she didn't say she didn't go on the mission field. Okay. Yeah. And now she's working at that thing. Yeah. Yeah. She's working at that Fortune 500 job, killing yeah. it financially, you know, making all the money in the world. But she's like, uh. Well, very few decisions are irreversible. Right. And by that, it's like, okay, so I've gotten down here. If you've come to that point where you're, you're having regrets about the past, you're at another crossroads. And so now you can decide either to continue going the way you are and continue to live with those regrets. Or you can say, you know what? I'm going to step out. I may fall flat on my face. I may end up a disaster. Uh, I may, I may step out on the water and I may sink. Well, so did Peter, mm-hmm. but Jesus reached out and lifted him up. And so you're at another crossroads and that's the time when you have to decide, okay, you can keep taking the safe path. You can keep doing that. And, and you know, God may bless it and God will be fine with it. You know, which if there's I, not an obedience. See, that's the key. Is there an obedience issue here? Do you, mm-hmm. Cause you said, I really sense, I really kind of feel, it's not like you know for 100% sure, but I kind of sense that's probably God. And if you start down the wrong path, you will know. I mean, I, the way I put that was, if you ain't doing bad, you're doing good, I guess. If you ain't doing wrong, yeah. you're doing right. Yeah, I still don't know if I can buy that, but it's a nice thought. But yeah. Well, I put it this way. If you are wondering if you're in the will of God, you're in the will of God. Because mm-hmm. if you're out of the will of God, he's going to make it really clear to you. Right. You go back to that Isaiah passage. Yeah. If you turn left, turn to the right. You'll hear a voice. You'll know there'll be something in you. Which let's clarify that a little because a lot of times people say, oh, I, I did this and everything got harder in my life when I followed God. No, Things getting harder isn't a sign you didn't hear God. No, no. Just ask Moses. Yeah, he was you, doing fine until he heard from God. You know, Usually it's a sign you have heard yeah. from God. Everything was cool. I'm out here just keeping my sheep. I'm 80 years old. Just yeah. going to live here. 
and boom, all of a sudden his life changes and it gets much harder, much harder for the next 40. And, you know, most scriptures, most people in scripture, their life was great until they heard from God. Gideon. That's my experience. (laughs) That is my experience. Yeah. It's a weird, I sometimes I kind of have an adversarial relationship with God. Like I know he loves me, but I'm like, just leave me alone, man. Like if you really love me, you'd leave me alone. (laughs) Yeah. And, and I can relate to that, but, but he, every time though, when you walk in obedience, he takes you to a new level of glory, even though at the time you probably don't want to do it. You may not want to do it. You're real content where you are. And that's kind of like parenting, you know, man, I'm finally getting this fourth grade stuff down. And now you see, I got to go to fifth grade. <laughs> right. ah, just leave me alone, you know? Well, and, and it, and it always requires a stretch. I think that's the, the hard part about it too, is yeah. the stretch. And that's where the, a lot of times that fork in the road is, can I keep, the option is I'm going to go one way that I feel like God's leading me and I'm going to be really stretched. Example, this girl, I'm going to yeah. be really stretched. I'm going to have to raise, raise, raise support. support. I'm going to have to go on the mission field. It's going to be hard. Or I can go with what I know really well and I can get all that money and just use that to give to missions, right? Yeah, yeah. And and again, it, and that's that temptation compromise. And I can't, I could, as I told you that, I can't decide for you. Yeah. You've got to decide. You got to hear from the Lord on that. I can't. And as that. a believer, yeah, it goes back, hear from the Lord. It goes back to, is it an obedience issue? Or is the Lord saying you can do whichever? If you're not hearing anything, just pick a, flip a coin, flip a coin, go with one. You know, actually, I can't joke about this, but I actually do have a coin <laughs> that I have a, a Y on one side and an N on the other side. And I flip it because many times that helps me decide what I really want in my heart. Ooh, mm. I'm not sure what I really want to do. Okay, God, I got these two options. Both are good. I'm not sure even what I, what do you want to do? I and, don't even know what I want to do. And one may even be safer than the other one. Yeah. But it's not necessarily not necessarily Sin bad to take the safer path is not always the hard route. That's God's route either. You know? Yeah. I see. That's, I think that's a function of my personality. I tend to believe that it's, if the hardest route is the one God wants for me and I pick the hard route all the time. And I think sometimes too, it's people. There are some people that he wants to, I, I know, I knew this couple who for years and years, they'd been married a number of years and I was talking to him. I said, so you guys, you, you, what struggles do you have in your marriage? We've never had a fight. Really? Seriously? You've never had a fight? Well, no, not really. Nothing, anything that was a big deal. But I realized they were both kind of vanilla personalities, vanilla people. And they both were just really easy going and just whatever, honey. You know, it's kind of like the Chip and Dale. Oh, after you. No, no, no. After you. After you. After you. Oh, my gosh. And so, but I thought, but you know, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. yeah. There's nothing wrong with vanilla. There are just some people that need to be, I don't know, some weird flavor out there, you know. And there are others that are just vanilla. And thank God for vanilla people that are just faithful and you can count on them and they're just going to... So what if you're one of those people that God's never placed option A or option B in your path? Well, he may have and you didn't know it, possibly, because I think God's leading each and every one but, of But I mean, us. are you are you walking around the, the, a failure and didn't know it? <laughs> or you could be walking on a success and you yeah. didn't know it. <laughs> I'm a success and I've never it's, had any other options. I just did what was it. in front of me. Yeah. Well, frankly, that's kind of been my life. You know, it's like I, I, before I got out of the military, I had the pastor saying, I want you to come on staff here. But you didn't have to say yes. No, I didn't. Could have stayed in the military. I could have. And that would have been really the wiser choice. Yeah. And yeah. It was a great time. Vietnam War just ended. So we're at peace for a while and I get paid the same amount. You so know? you got popped over to Korea, but yeah. Yeah, well, that was that was before Vietnam. That Wait, was Korea was before Vietnam? Uh, yes, it was a long Oops. time before. Okay, oops, I might get my history <laughs> That was wrong. at peace by then, yeah. yeah. So the point is, I don't think there's, uh, God has just sort of led me that way too. There haven't been a lot of options. Well, there've been options, but there was one that I always kind of sensed, 
this kind of seems to be what he's saying. And so go ahead and do it, even though I'm. And did an easier option appear usually? Yeah. Yeah. I could have not done it. I think about that time you moved to Kerrville, which was horrible for us, but you had an offer at a really, you were principal of a Christian school in Corpus and you had an offer at a really big Christian school, but you ended up taking the crappy offer and brought But that's because it came after I had made a commitment to be here, Mm, like within two or three days afterwards. Which backs up this thing that oftentimes when you make a a risky choice that uh, that involves risk, there's going to be a safer path. But when you stay the course with, the path. Well, and the risky. reason I stayed that course was because he who will ascend to his holy hill, he who keeps his vow to his own hurt. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's show, please leave a review on your listening platform of your choice. For more from Joel Malm, check out joelmalm.com and more from Rick, check out rickmalm.com.